Voice Coaches Radio. Everything voiceover. Hello and welcome once again to Voice Coaches Radio. I'm Warren Garland. And I'm Mike Spring. You know, Mike, I've heard there's no such thing as a bad question. This is true. I, I actually, Unless you're asking a question about Michael Jackson's 1987 album, Bad. Bad, well, then that makes sense. In which sense. case, that would be a, a bad, bad question. question. Exactly. Right. Well, I believe the actual saying goes, a bad question is the one you didn't ask. Exactly. Right, something like that. So I like that. we thank you for your questions. We've been getting some more this week, and we're going to yeah, make up some answers along the way here for you, okay? Uh, <laughs> but we, they'll be real answers. I'm not going to make answers, them up. But, but we'll kind of, we'll, we'll ad-lib them. I won't make them up. We'll, we'll kind of ad-lib them. Anyway, we recently had a few people. People ask us uh, the name of their studio engineer or producer uh, that they had during their demo session with us. And that got me to thinking that you, you have to think marketing the second you step foot in any studio anytime. So, um, you know, they were asking, you know, for that information, obviously, to send somebody a thank you or a copy of their demo. So once again, a little reminder here, very important that you ask, um, ask for a business card. Most of these guys, you know, love, don't you love giving out business cards? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You never know where it's going to lead. That's so right. ask for their business card or jot their name down on your copy as you're working and take it out of the studio with you and um, you know, make that a, a priority. Don't you think, Mike? I do. That's a really good tip. If, if you don't get a chance to ask for a business card or, you know, whatever, it's easy as you're making notes on your copy and, you know, your engineer's name is, is you know, Terry, you know, just, just scribble it on your script and then, you know, take it home with you later. And, and that way you have an easy kind of reminder of what their name is. You know, you might not be able to get their full contact information, their name name, their full name, first name, last name, address, all that stuff. But at least when you send a thank you card, you can say, hey, Terry, thanks. Really enjoyed working with you. It was a great session. And, you know, it gives it that kind of personal connection. Absolutely. I've had a question from a student of ours about touring the recording studios when you're there dropping off the demo. And the specific question was, is it rude to ask for a tour? And I don't know about you, Mike, but I, I think this does border on could be bothersome depending on when it is you've dropped by and how busy everybody is. So I kind of lean toward you know not asking for the tour, but certainly not turning it down if if offered. Do you think? I, I think that's actually a really good guideline. You know, um, if if they say, "Hey, would you like to look around the place?" Absolutely, of course. Well, who wouldn't? You know, recording studios are a lot of fun yeah. to be in. Um, but if, like you said, if it's busy, there's a lot going on. You don't want to sort of be a little little bit of a, of a bother by saying, hey, can you show me around your studio? And then they have to be like, oh, well, we don't really have time, this or that. You know, feel it out also. It depends on the vibe. You know, sure. if it's a really cool place and you'd like to look around some, you can always try a more subtle approach by saying something like, wow, your studio is beautiful. It, it looks like there's a whole lot to it. And maybe they'll kind of be right. like, oh, would you like to see some of it? It's, right. you know, set them up a little bit. But if they don't offer, you know, and, and you just can't get it to happen that time, well, then hopefully the next time they invite you back for more work, mm -hmm. they'll I want to show you around a little there bit more. There you go. Also heard from a student. Here's a question for you, Mike. Uh, they wanted to make sure their CD package arrived in good physical condition. So what do you think the best CD mailer or packaging should be for something like this? Obviously, you don't want to put it in this big cardboard box with all this, you know, all those I like, peanuts I like a it. wooden crate, actually, <laughs> with like that kind of, you know, shredded grassy material in there. You know, right. just a good like three by three foot <laughs> thing usually, you know. <laughs> You're sure it's going to get there in one piece. <laughs> well, way, I mean, yeah. absolutely. Uh, no, that is actually a very good question because, you know, you're trying to look professional. You want you want your demo to get there in one piece. Um, typically, what I would recommend is this. It, you don't have to go overboard. For the most part, the postal service will get your stuff there in one piece. Um, but a good padded envelope is really the best way to go, I think. Mm -hmm. They're fairly inexpensive. You don't have to get anything fancy. Um, you can usually buy them in bulk and save some money. 
and you know they have a size. I think it's six by nine. Yeah. It's about a little bigger than a, than a, a CD case, and mm-hmm. it, you know it's a couple inches longer. And it's a really good envelope because you can fit your CD in there and to get there protected. You can also fit a cover letter in without having to fold it up into a tiny little square. Um, yeah. You know, and and it's it's a lightweight, so it won't add much to your shipping cost. So that's that's the way I would go if you you know if you're mailing one. And it's worked for me, and I've received some that way here. And again, nine times out of ten, they do arrive in, in good condition. Every once in a while, the case is going to get cracked. It's just going to happen. So. Yeah, I mean, there's not much you can do about that. There, you know, the CD jewel cases are fairly lightweight, and you know. But the good news is, if you get a cracked case, it doesn't mean you don't put it on the shelf. You don't consider it for work. It just, you know, it just means your case is cracked. So uh, I've bought some music CDs that came that way, and <laughs> you know, right. hey, the music's fine inside. I don't care. Was one of them Michael Jackson's seminal 1987 album bad? bad. <laughs> yes, it was. Which is a very good album, by the way. <laughs> it is. I thought that's I'd what makes the title there. ironic. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> speaking of ironic, no, she's not. She's not. She, she's dead on, this lady. We're going to go to Kate now. She gives us our update every week on the latest in voiceover news. We've talked before about how conventions can be a great place to market yourself. And the large pop culture conventions, such as the world-famous San Diego Comic-Con, are among the biggest and the best. One of the East Coast's biggest conventions is DragonCon, which is held every year in Atlanta, Georgia. DragonCon is especially well-known for bringing a huge roster of voice actors to their show as special guests, and this year is no different. The 2012 lineup includes... Animation Queen, Tara Strong. The cast of Cartoon Network's Venture Brothers, VO Superstar, Rob Paulson. Video game voice actor, John Patrick Lowry. Animated robot specialist, Gary Chalk. The voice of Space Ghost, George Lowe. And animation and video game regulars Chris Sabat, Brina Palencia, Amber Nash, Ellen McLean, Ricky Simons, and Bob Carter. In addition, a number of celebrity voice actors will appear, including Adam West, LeVar Burton, James Marsters, Adam Baldwin, Ed Asner, Kathy Najimy, and more. This year, they've also added a special puppetry panel, which will include an appearance by the puppeteer and voice of the Muppets' newest character, Walter, from this year's hit movie. DragonCon will be held from August 31st to September 2nd. Hope to see you guys there! Learning the ins and outs of voice acting means doing a little bit more than just listening to Mike and I. Voice Coaches offers an introduction to voice acting called Getting Paid to Talk at universities, colleges, schools, and recreation programs across the United States and Canada. And it's a single evening adult education class that could literally change your life. That's right. And we could be in a city near you as we wrap up the summer and head into fall. The last week of August, watch for us in Boston, Philly, Washington, D.C., Medford, Oregon, Cortland, New York, and Morganton, New Bern, and Raleigh, North Carolina. And after Labor Day, we'll be in Statesville, North Carolina, Jacksonville, Florida, where we had an, an overflow class just uh, last week. It was terrific. Yes, yes, we're big in Jacksonville. I don't want to brag, but we're huge <laughs> in Jacksonville. Also, uh, Baltimore, Maryland, and Macon, and Atlanta, Georgia, just to name a few. Call us to find out when we'll be near you, 866-887-2834. Or you can email us at podcast at voicecoaches.com, which is also the best way to share 
your comments, your questions, and your topic suggestions, and generally keep in touch with us. And also, if you'd like, you can email us whether you prefer Michael Jackson's seminal 1987 album, Bad, or <laughs> his groundbreaking 1982 record-breaking hit, Thriller. I think we've beat this into the ground. Absolutely. But hey, quality albums. You know, somebody out there will be listening and be, you know what's going to happen? They're going to go, you know what? I, I can said, go listen to Bad again. That's a good said, album. I should have said beat it. You know, I, I bet you we beat, the, beat it into the ground. <laughs> we beat it. That's I'm right. Sorry. Very good. Touche, <laughs> sir. <laughs> All right. We're going to do this again next week. We hope you'll join us then. Visit voicecoaches.com for more voiceover news and information. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. <laughs> Sounded nothing you, like Johnny Cash. So shall we fake another one? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we shall. The studio looks great. It, you know, blah, 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 blah. why don't I just stutter through the whole thing? <laughs> so you guys said I was going to be on the podcast. That sounds nothing like her at all. Uh, absolutely, yeah. In let me fact, try that. Go ahead. I, 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 I'd like to hear. If I was going to say. Let me, let me try that again. Yeah, okay. You guys said I was going to be on the podcast. <laughs> I should give you a warning. Uh huh. It's a little different. Okay. So look at your line. By the way, I'm only relatively confident that Bad came out in 1987. It might have been 1989. So, uh, it's a seventh studio album by Michael Jackson. The album was released, dot, 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 1987. Wow. Yes. That's, that's damn good. Oh, that, yeah. August 31st, 1987. Boy, wow. I pulled that out of nowhere. Wow. That is awesome. Yeah. I am pretty impressed with myself. I'm not going to lie. That is pretty good. I'll be walking on air all day now. <laughs> all right. I'd all like right. you to pick the numbers for my for yeah, the right. tonight in the lottery. Oh, Warren, I missed your dulcet sounds. <laughs> Don't I sound just tremendous in headphones? <laughs> it's all around me like a warm bath. <laughs> all right. Well, if he uses that in the outtakes, I'm leaving. <laughs> Lever Burton. That's LeVar Burton. <laughs> and after Labor Day, Mike, we're going to be in Statesville. I'm, I don't want to talk to you. I want to talk to the audience. Let me try that again. <laughs> hey, we got another great co- cod past. <laughs> we have a cod past coming up for you next A week. cod past is actually very different. It's when a fish goes into like its past life and it remembers its ancestors because it's all genes with fish. So it's a, it's a cod past, you see. Okay. It's a very different thing. Now I have no idea where I was. <laughs> Can't imagine why. <laughs>